This episode of First Line is sponsored by TrueLearn, an exam prep company best known for their smart banks that turn your weak areas into your strengths. I am so excited to partner with TrueLearn because it is the only company I trusted for Comlex Level 1 prep last year and Level 2 prep this year. For my listeners who are taking the USMLE, TrueLearn also has an amazing USMLE smart bank. Each TrueLearn smart bank practice question has detailed answer explanations and succinct bottom lines to get the big learning takeaway. TrueLearn includes first aid references for each question and an option to create tests based off of topics, so you can use TrueLearn to help prepare for your school's test during the year. Lastly, if you are in your third year like me, TrueLearn also offers smart banks for shelf exams. Go to TrueLearn.com and use one of my special discount codes for up to $35 off your new subscription. Special discount codes can be found in the episode description. TrueLearn is the first line solution to excelling on your your exam. My name is Aubrey Ann Jackson and this is First Line. I'm here to bridge the gap between sophisticated doctor talk and oversimplified patient education to bring listeners of all backgrounds together to discuss whole body health and wellness. Through an osteopathic lens, First Line covers tangible ways to improve your health, hot topics in healthcare, the journey to becoming a physician, mental health, relationships, and even philosophy. Thanks for joining me for another episode. This is specifically for my second year medical student friends, or maybe you're a first year student about to start a second year medical school and looking forward to hear what is coming. Maybe you're even a third-year student or a resident looking to study for level two, level three, step two, step three, and looking for just general test preparation advice. Maybe you didn't do as well on step one or level one as you'd like, and yeah, this is for you. I know a lot of what I'm going to talk about is very specific to medical school, but maybe you are in a different health profession and you have your own certification exams, maybe you can get something out of this too. Or maybe you're a family member or a friend of someone in medical school and want to learn a little bit more about what they're going through. This is from my own personal experience. I am one person. I did pass my boards. I won't disclose my my score, but I, I did well on them. So I wouldn't be sharing with you any tips if I didn't think that it worked and that I don't think it would work for you. It obviously won't work for everyone, but I think many of you will find little things that you can take and think, oh, maybe maybe that will work for me. I'll give it a try for at least a little while and see if it works. I know that was my experience as a second year. It was only a year ago for me. I heard a lot of advice from upperclassmen, and they all had different opinions about things, what resources to use, and things like that. So I kind of listened to everything, and otherwise I kind of did some trial and error, and I got to research the different resources on my own and was able to decide different resources. So you might notice that I'm going to speak a little bit more generically with saying question banks and video resources, unless they are free resources. 
but one that I can highly recommend is to use TrueLearn's question banks. I used them myself last year, and if you listen to the start of my episodes, you know that they are a sponsor of First Line, so I wanted to disclose that, but you should know that there are many other question banks, and I actually do recommend that you use at least two question banks. Again, highly recommending that one of those two is TrueLearn, whether you use their Comlex prep or USMLE prep. They have both available. You'll probably want the latest copy of First Aid. This is one that I can very comfortably recommend to everyone because this is really the cornerstone of board studying, whether it's USMLE or Comlex. I took both last year, so I'm often going to speak about both exams. Before taking USMLE, which was my first exam, I did 10,000 questions. Comlex was a little under two weeks later. I did do more questions, but I think it was still under 11,000. So somewhere between that 10,000 and 11,000 range. However, I definitely was at the upper end of this. I would probably recommend doing at least 8,000 questions to get a good score on USMLE and or Comlex. So you got first aid, you got practice questions, and those practice questions should come from two different question banks. I also, towards my 10,000, I also count questions that may be on other sources, such as video-based resources. And these video-based resources I use along with first aid, and along with the curriculum that I complete in the fall and the spring. So as soon as second year starts, I am using first aid and annotating with the things that I'm learning in class. And sometimes first aid doesn't include all of the information I need for my exam, which in that case, I'm still studying the lectures and getting the more in-depth information that might not show up on boards. And then I'm also studying any extra information that first data has that I didn't cover in lecture. That might include more biochemistry and anatomy and embryology that is going to be on boards, but a lot of times isn't a focus in second year because you already learned it in first year. And that's important to review that along with what you're doing in second year. Additionally, I use the video resources, which most of them you do have to pay for. And a few of these are more lecture-based videos, or you can do resources that use more pictures and more memory tools and kind of tell a story in order to learn concepts. And I don't specifically recommend a certain one. You'll just have to find which one you're comfortable with and how you learn, because some people don't learn as well with videos as reading a textbook. I'm certainly not like that, but a lot of people learn just a little bit differently. Another thing that I highly recommend is doing Anki. So I was in Anki holdout. I did not do it at all my first year. And a lot of my fellow students did use Anki. They would make it their own cards or they would use a preset deck. And I just thought making my own cards was super time consuming, which it totally is. And then I 
didn't want to use a pre-made deck because then I would be studying things that wouldn't show up on my exams. And at that point, I wasn't really willing to learn extra information because I had enough of the pertinent information that was going to show up on quizzes. First year is really just learning how to study from lectures and doing well. And second year is now more of this balance where you're going to have to actually learn extra. So now I was willing to try Anki. So I personally use the Zonki deck and it's free. Uh, You can find it just Google Zonki and it will come up. It is oriented towards the USMLE. It won't include things like OMM and it won't be heavy on bioethics and not as heavy on micro. And then it will be a little bit heavier on things like biochem. But if you're taking the USMLE, great. If you're taking just Comlex, it's still very beneficial. There is still a lot of overlap with what is tested on USMLE and Comlex. Just make sure you're filling in the gaps with other resources specific for DO students. I would recommend do the math, see how many cards there are in the deck and how many days you have until your exam and do the division. See how many new cards you have to do each day. I would probably aim to complete the deck maybe a week or two before your exam to give yourself some wiggle room if you're not able to unlock all your cards each day. And also because you want in those last few weeks during dedicated, you don't want to see new things you want to be reviewing by that point. Getting an early start on this is important. But if you find yourself later on in the year and you haven't started an Anki deck, then it's better now than never. Do try to unlock cards that are relevant to the course that you're currently in, and it will help you study for lectures too. That is going to pile up over time, and sometimes you might have to prioritize the new cards and then not be able to review everything which is fine you just have to really do your best with with everything that I'm going to say you always are trying to do your best and setting yourself a schedule which is just really a template for what you're aiming for but obviously you're going to have slower days than others and things come up but just make sure that you don't have slow weeks at a time that you are starting the new day fresh. You don't feel like you have to catch up from the day before. You just start your new day fresh and try to get done the number of cards that you need. If you do feel like on Saturdays you can do a little bit catch up, that's great, but I know that you're still going to have things that you have to prepare for with your school like for your actual exams and those should take priority over board studying but please know that studying for boards should equal studying for tests and vice versa studying for your tests is also preparing you for boards i would also say it's never too early to start using board prep resources i would probably say that there is such thing as focusing too much on boards early on, like doing random questions during the fall semester, that's probably inappropriate because you're probably not going to know how to answer questions that is from a block that you're not going to have for several months still. But do use the board resources alongside your classes. Like I said, annotating first aid is a great way to do that. And it shouldn't feel like 
other work, it should just supplement your coursework. My school had capstone that finished late May, like I want to say like around the 27th. The USMLE was scheduled for June 25th, so I had almost a solid month to study. So that's only four weeks. I know a lot of students like a lot longer than that, but I also feel like during our capstone course, that was really the start, so I can add a week or two onto that, actually. And then my Comlex was about two weeks after that, so I probably had like a six-week for Comlex. But what I would highly recommend is that you give yourself enough of a dedicated period for just studying, not studying for your coursework too, but also making sure that you're looking at when your third year rotation is because you're going to want at least one week of vacation in between your board exam or your second board exam and when you start orientation. I had a little bit over a week. I don't think it was a full two weeks, but I had over a week in between and I'm so glad I took it. I had some beach time and so grateful for it. I would highly recommend and I never regret doing that instead of scheduling them for for later because I needed that refreshing time and I think if my dedicated was any longer than what it was, so like that six weeks, I think I would have been burnt out and I would have started forgetting information, which you have to be really careful about and you have to know yourself. If you're studying really well all year, I think four weeks is really all you need. But if you are nervous about that, I think six weeks was like the perfect one. If you're really seriously studying but you're also taking care of yourself with getting enough sleep eating well exercising every day I think six weeks is super doable and if you do feel like you can only do half days of studying then maybe you do need a little bit longer but then you won't feel as burnt out as fast as someone like me who's taking full days to study is When you're looking at first aid alongside your classes, I would also like add notes into the margins because you're going to find things that are high yield from other board prep resources, the textbook, or from your lectures that first aid might not necessarily cover. And also as a DO student, you'll find OMM like interwoven into other subjects. I would really relate Comlex concepts into the more USMLE concepts. So I would really annotate a lot in the margins about what we learned in OMM classes. Kind of make first aid into a study resource for both Comlex and USMLE. And then first aid is always great when you get a question wrong, especially during dedicated, you can just turn to the first aid passage. I know that if you use TrueLearn's ComBank, For step one or level one, they include first aid page numbers that make it super easy to just flip to the page and then you can annotate what you got wrong in the question or underline something, highlight something of something you missed, and then you can easily refer to it later. So in fall semester in particular, make sure you're studying well because first year and second year, huge difference in just 
the density of material and also the volume of material. So it's first year, but you're building off of everything you learned first year. So you have to review everything and then build on it at the same time. And the review portion, I was super scared about. I'm like, oh my gosh, I, after like having summer break and doing summer research, I was like, I don't remember anything from first year, but it does have a habit of just coming back to you. And especially when you have more clinical tie-ins, the material is just more solidified. Don't worry too much about that, but do know, yes, it's a lot of material. It's first year on overdrive. And you want to pay a little bit more attention because it's also boards relevant. So you're studying, you get really killed two birds with one stone, you're studying for your test and you're studying for boards. So if you're using a video resource, I would do the videos that tie into your lectures. And if you're reading supplemental textbooks, then I would also tie in those as well. And then again, make sure you're doing Zanki every day. During fall semester, at least pick what question banks you want to purchase. So again, I recommend TrueLearn and then one additional one. Form a schedule for it. See how many questions you have to get done. Again, I like to say at least 8,000 questions. Make a schedule for it. How many do you have to do each day with when your test is scheduled for and I would recommend starting those question banks over winter break, at least starting the first one. I know some question banks you can get for shorter durations than six months. In that case, I would purchase your first question bank for six months. Unless you wanted to start it before your second year, then you can just do a full year subscription. And then for when it comes to your second question bank, you can wait to buy it until after you're done your first question bank, and then you only have to pay for maybe a three-month subscription to it. I used this technique last year, actually. I got TrueLearn's ComBank. I got the full-year subscription. Didn't really start seriously doing questions until after fall semester, but I did use their practice questions to kind of study for some of my exams using their keywords like search questions but otherwise I didn't start my other question bank which was a USMLE specific question bank I didn't start that one until three months before my exam so around March or April and I think that worked pretty well for me I didn't really feel like I had question banks that I was paying for that weren't being used I did have one additional question bank that I also used to learn information. It's kind of a hybrid question bank with almost like textbook reading and videos. I, I use that kind of on and off with different courses and also a little bit during dedicated as well. And that's why I like TrueLearn because they do have a Comlex specific question bank that's very reliable and is really necessary to have a complex question bank. Don't think that you're just going to do USMLE practice questions as a DO student year-round and expect to do well in complex because not just OMM but also 
just different focuses on those questions. Usually, Comlex has more micro, it has more bioethics, and obviously OMM, which you get when you use Comlex-specific question mix. So in the spring semester, this is when you really want to start doing questions. You can start in the fall semester if you think you can handle it, and you've already looked at all your lectures and done your first aid annotations and have extra time left over, you can start those. But really, spring is when you want to pick up at least 20 questions a day. And then for like the first two or three months of the year, then you want to do like 40 questions on Saturdays. I think that was something that kind of worked pretty well for me. Usually... 20 questions might take me like a half hour to do tops. I would usually spend about twice the amount of time reviewing the question as the time that it took me to answer the question. So 20 question set might take me up to an hour to review. But if I get a question correct, I wouldn't really have to review it. I would I would look at it to make sure that I actually understood what it was asking and I wasn't just a lucky a lucky guess but the ones that I get wrong I usually spend twice the amount of time reviewing it as the question I actually took so it might take me up to an hour to go through those 20 questions depending on how many I get incorrect then sometime around March or April I would say start working towards doing 40 questions a day and then 80 questions on Saturdays. That's going to depend how comfortable you feel and what your class schedule really looks like. If you're still having very intense classes, like I know for my school, neurology is one of the last courses. So I wasn't boosting up to 40 questions a day until after neurology was done. And I would say no matter what question bank you're using, always do your questions timed because Comlex and USMLE are timed exams. So you're going to have to be familiar with that time crunch and how to really pace yourself being fast and efficient and accurate as you go along. And starting this from the very beginning is going to really pay off, trust me. And then by the time April rolls around, uh, you probably want to start doing random questions. At that point, you're probably in your last block, if not your second to last block, and you know bulk of the information that is going to show up on your question banks. So you can start doing random questions. By that, I mean not specific questions to whatever course you're in. So, so if you're in neuro, you're not just doing neuro questions. You're doing random. So they could be cardiopulmonary from the fall semester. They can be hemonc. They can be uh, women's health questions. And aim to be done that first question bank by sometime in April. So if you get to the start of April and you still have a ton of questions to get through, do some math and see how many you have to do per day. But then by the end of April for May and June, you want to do your second question bank. And then when it comes to dedicated whatever weeks that is, Make sure you're taking practice tests. I've heard recommendations to take one every week. I think that is a lot. So I think I took practice tests maybe once every two weeks. And I was doing mostly USMLE practice tests. 
after I took the U.S. Emily, I did do one comlex, but some people might need more, and for practice tests, you usually have to pay extra for them, so I know that's going to have to be a pro-con analysis for you. I also heard this recommendation. I didn't do this myself, but maybe this will be helpful for you. When you're going through that second question bank, to make an Anki deck of things that you got wrong. For me, that was a little bit time consuming. Sometimes I would like have pen and paper out and I would jot down some notes when I got things wrong. But to me, reviewing it in an Anki deck, I feel like it would take me a lot of time to make it and then I wouldn't have a ton of time to review it. But I guess if you're doing this pretty early and dedicated, it might pay off. But I think just the act of writing things out when I get them wrong helped me retain it even better than seeing it on an Anki deck. I really do recommend taking USMLE and then Comlex if you're taking both because then in the time in between you can really get solid on OMM and a little bit more of the micro and the biostats and public health questions and bioethics that you can see a little bit more on Comlex. But some people have different kind of ideas about that. Some people are like, well, I'm a DO student, so I want Comlex to be my super good score, and I want to focus only on that. And then afterwards, I want to cram the more biochem stuff, which USMLE is a little bit more well-known for. And then if I'm burnt out by that point, at least it's the USMLE suffering and not my Comlex. So there's there's different things to go into either. So just listen to both arguments and kind of decide for yourself but ultimately I don't know if it really matters that much I guess it kind of depends which kind of information you want to cram and I think cram's a bad word but which ones you want to kind of hold off and then focus on after one or the other during dedicated you really want to make sure that you finish your second question bank get those 8,000 questions at least in and then you take your test and you go on a vacation, and it's great. And then you have clinicals to look forward to. Just another note is to make sure that you're spending your time wisely. Don't get caught up in counting the number of hours you're studying or the number of passes you go through information. I think it is helpful to count the number of questions you're doing but otherwise don't get caught up in too many of the details if you're really solid on certain information maybe you only need one pass through it you don't want to go through everything just to have a check mark next to it that it was completed so really prioritize what you need to study and don't get caught up in this in the bias that we have towards things that we can understand well, you're gonna have to review the things that you struggle with and the things that are harder. And I would probably recommend doing those first thing, first thing in the morning, or first thing when you come home from lecture, because it gets out of the way and then you have something a little bit easier to go over, like maybe reviewing practice questions after tackling a subject that you're not familiar with or not happy with studying. I personally made an Excel document to kind of track my progress and see how many practice questions I'm doing and what resources I'm using and what my completion status on all of those are. 
that's where I also did a lot of my, my math with how many questions to do each day and how many videos to watch each day. This was a continuation from doing this with my lectures to make sure that I had sufficient passes through all the information. You can also, I didn't really do this that, that much because sites like TrueLearn and others kind of have a built-in analytics, but you can also kind of put in how you're tracking each week and seeing if you're improving and kind of figure out your weak areas as well. But again, TrueLearn has a lot of that stuff built in already. I think that's all I have. I hope this was helpful to you, whether you're in second year or not. If you're in second year, I'm probably speaking your language 100%, but if you're not, you probably think I'm talking in a different language and using highly technical terms that are so second nature to me now being on the other side of it. But again, I'm going through this again this year studying for level two and step two, I am using a lot of the same techniques. I'm still using TrueLearn. I still plan on purchasing a second question bank. I'm doing practice questions alongside things that I have to do for my rotations, which for each of my rotations, we have to kind of do these learning modules and different quizzes for each one. So I'm still kind of doing schoolwork and being in a clinic all day. So I have less hours in the day to be studying, so it's even more of a balancing act, I think, than even second year. So it will be interesting in the spring semester how this really plays out. But ultimately, I wish you all luck if you're studying for boards, or maybe you are a first-year student or a pre-med student looking ahead, and yeah, you have a ton to look forward to. But it'll all be worth it because third year is a blast. Thank you so much for listening. Again, I'm on Instagram at Firstline Podcast. Also on Facebook, facebook.com slash Firstline Podcast. Thanks again.